Hey, this is Morgan Berry. You can hear me in various anime titles and video games, including Pokemon Twilight Wings, Dragon Ball Super, My Hero Academia, One Piece, Miraculous Ladybug, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, Borderlands 3, Fire Emblem Heroes, the Inuyasha sequel, Yashahime, and many more. And you're listening to Two Dads and a Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another Two Dads and a Podcast interview series. Yep, that's all I have to add. Yeah. Well, this week, as a quick little intro, <laughs> this week is Morgan Berry, as you just heard with the, the intro she gave. And she's been in so much stuff. And not only is she an incredible voice actor, she also lends her hand at teaching and helping people become and, a better voice actor in, in a vocalist. She's a vocalist. YouTube yep. page. She's got a YouTube page. So she does music. She does voice acting and she teaches people the ins and outs of the industry to help you get in. So yep, she's blown up. She's, she's just everywhere now. Everywhere she you is. look. In she's industry. been in she's so many things and she's really, she works hard to get herself out there. And so without too much, we'll let her tell the rest of it. Thanks for joining us here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're excited to have you. You've been busy this last month. Like I, we've seen, like you've got a lot going on and that's exciting. Like Thanks. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I recorded for a game like a few weeks ago and I'm just, ah, I'm so stoked. I cannot wait See, for them to announce it. Uh, normally I'd ask for details, but I, I know you, you guys can't, you can't, the, the tease is good. The tease is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're definitely into video games for sure. Yeah. So, uh, are are you into video games? Do you play a lot? Well, I do, but the game I play the most is Skyrim. Oh, oh. thank you. Yes, oh. I've got the dragon like right there. Yes, like we both have the the Alduin statue, and oh! yeah, it's By great. Far, I'm get. I'm gonna eventually. Uh, the plan is to get the tattoo right here and have that complete my arm sleeve. <laughs> nice i loved that game yes we, we've put hundreds if not thousands of hours into it and maybe only yeah. beat it like twice <laughs> because oh, that's what you well, do in skyrim great. you don't need to beat it to have fun <laughs> i have been doing right? a heck ton of side quests i have not beaten the main quest yet right yeah. well that that's a topic <laughs> of one of our conversations yes when when i first came out i bought it i was so excited because i loved the franchise and I did not. I what I normally do is just go through all the side quests. And it was before all the patches came out, and I set off a trap that was for a main quest. And so when I went to start playing the main quest, I couldn't do it because the trap had already set off, so it wouldn't trigger <laughs> yeah. the plot line. And so I had to start over after a hundred hours because they hadn't had the patch yet. <laughs> and then I put another hundred hours into it, and my PS3 died. And so. <laughs> uh storied, storied. <laughs> i would cry <laughs> yeah I, the I've, good news is i got to play the game again i yeah, guess i mean yeah. start over start Different a new choices. character uh i ah, i would still though <laughs> i what i did in the beginning was i leveled up an alchemy so that i could right um, yeah you know level up and then make some money from selling the potions right and that's how i was able to afford the the house my first house in the game yeah. i wish i could afford a house in real life oh that'd be great so you're also a musician which we obviously yes. love music and you do a lot of stuff on your youtube page doing covers and stuff how and i, I listened to a few tracks today that are originals 
how much of the writing do you uh, or what do you write on all of it i i mean like what do you you write on the guitar or do you write on the piano i um basically i find an instrumental that i like and then i kind of write to the instrumental but of course, nice. you know, you're off because I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I'm not going to steal someone's work, but I, I, need, right. I need some sort of music to write to so I can come up with my own melody. And so I'll listen yeah. to a few songs that I like and I'll write to those and uh, switch it up a bit. And that's usually how I, yeah. I find melodies for my well, lyrics. Nice. I love that about the music community because there are a lot of things on YouTube that people will post out like for like free game like you take it use it make it your own and it's a, it's mm-hmm. a really cool sort of community um your your voice is fantastic and it plays so well when you're doing your voice work how much of the musical aspect helped you to become a voice artist well it definitely helped with breath support right definitely for sure because there are some there are some moments when i'm in the booth yeah and i'm like oh if i didn't have a singing background i would not be able to hold that out as long as i did oh boy there are a lot of moments like that so definitely breath support and also musicality definitely yeah. like it strengthens my reads exponentially and um, For sure oh, those I bet. Are the two main things yeah. so following up with that what what is some of your favorite music right okay, so i listen to a lot of pop rock but mostly anime soundtracks oh, nice. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that man yeah, I, anime soundtracks bop man <laughs> there's such great music um and i think my all-time favorite song is unravel from tokyo ghoul oh cool nice. yeah i yeah. you know we're both big fans of like the cowboy bebop soundtrack yes because we grew up being in jazz band and <sighs> stuff like that close to my heart and then <laughs> What was it? Uh, Trigun, the band that they use, not Trigun. No, what am I thinking of? What? What? what Fully Cooly, the band. Yeah, the pillows. Fully the pillows. I just fell in love with that, and and J Rock and all that stuff. It, it opened up a brand new world to me. Oh and yeah, nice. Oh, so what? What are some of your favorite animes? Oh my god. Oh, I mean, do so we have enough time? Start. Do we have enough time? From the beginning. <laughs> from number one. <laughs> Code Geass. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. Phenomenal. A masterpiece. Yes. For sure. Yeah, number one's Code Geass. Number two, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. 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 Yeah. Thank Brotherhood. you. Yeah. Thank you. So Gotta make the distinction. Uh. <laughs> it's so good. The villains. Oh, the villains are just so oh, it's amazing. Fantastic. Way more than the original. Like the Brotherhood villains are just far better than than the ones in the 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 original see i i first started watching the original one on adult swim and i i fell in love with it and you know it got up to like episode 10 or something and i started buying the manga and so i read up on the manga and then i'm like okay i can't wait for this part to happen and i'm like wait a second what is going on and so i completely stopped watching the original version because i i was like i hate this i hate this this is not what i wanted manga the original anime it's just it falls so flat because the manga is so good and then of course they came out with brotherhood which is based off the manga oh yes see but that's what you get for having expectations okay oh (laughs) (laughs) no we we love i i think uh growing up 
you know, you, you come come home from middle school at our age and there's the Dragon Ball Z and, and the, you know, Rurouni Kenshin, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, and that sort of sparked it. And then the stuff they're doing nowadays, it feels so much like that. There's so much content coming out. And now the, the straight to dub, simul dub. Oh, man. Simul dub is so nice. On. I love it. <laughs> and and the, there's another renaissance happening in anime. It's beautiful. Yes. And some of those shows like the uh, My Hero Academia just captures mm-hmm. that same feeling that I had growing up listening to it. And now I get to relive that. And yeah. hopefully someday my, my kids will give a fuck about what I'm into. <laughs> Probably not. I'm, Probably I'm not what mad. you're into, but, but they'll find something and they'll be like, hey, dad, I discovered this. And just don't tell them that you found it 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of my hero, I actually just started um, reading the manga for that. And uh, I literally just got to the part where 13 comes in. So, uh, very excited about that. So, if if you personally were to have a quirk, and what what would your quirk be? And then, now this is gonna sound silly because it's. I mean, it's meant to sound silly, but I'm also being serious. <laughs> An anxiety jetpack, so that I can fly away from my problems as. <laughs> <laughs> So you wouldn't quite nice. be a hero then. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I feel like for the most part, I could use it for good. Yeah, you could be the support. You could hop in, grab somebody and fly out, oh. save them. Yeah. Here's the thing. The anxiety jetpack, hey, it takes off, but I can control it if I need to. I can back, right? <laughs> right. That's right. That, that's, that's right. I like that. Yeah, trouble gotta, if needed, you know? You I'm learn to overcome. Boom, I'm out. <laughs> You're in a you're in a weird meeting or something. It's just like mm, I'm not feeling this, guys. <laughs> like bye, guys. You just gotta hope a window's open, or else <laughs> you're gonna do some damage to the building. See, that's that's where you get the costume that lets you break through the roof. Insurance will take care of it. It's fine. See, I, I loved the idea of the quirks. It, it really brings that superhero aspect to the anime. Were you a fan of any superhero or comic books? Or I mean, there were a plethora of superhero shows when we were growing up. Well, I mean, I just I love the Mar the Marvel universe. Yeah, I love a lot of those of it was, those heroes, and I feel yeah, like it was much more a very real. Thing to say because everyone loves Marvel, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. No, uh, I think Marvel was much more real. It was much more easy to relate to, you know, because their characters had a bunch of flaws. Where in you mm-hmm. know, they weren't all Superman, who was just perfect in every way. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yep, there exactly. there was depth to character there, so I can appreciate that for sure. Definitely. What Definitely. was um, I guess when you started doing the anime process, were you in Texas going to the studios and stuff, or were you doing remote work? Uh, I started doing this about seven years ago. Yeah. So I would go into the studios for it. I never did anime remotely. It did was you, never really a thing that you could do remotely until now. Right. It kind yeah. of it forced you to have to. Yep. Did you, uh, who was like the first person you met that you were really geeked out about? Oh my God. Ian Sinclair. Oh yeah. He is a phenomenal actor. That guy. <laughs> he could make any role 
good. Like there was this one character, his character in Black Clover, for yeah. example. <laughs> I hated that character in the Japanese. I hated him. He's so <laughs> annoying. And I was like, ah, I don't like him. But then I watched the dub because I watched both sub and dub. Okay. So I in the dub and I heard Ian's voice and he just, oh. <laughs> He made the character lovable. I was yeah. like, how did you do that? <laughs> he is magic. Ian is magic. He is literally <laughs> my favorite male voice actor ever. For sure. Uh, well, that brings up another topic of sub versus dub is a heated conversation in the community. Do you have a preference? You say you listen to both. Do you, or does it really depend on the performance given? It depends, because let's be real, there are some bad dubs out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There uh, so I watch both, but I mean, in all honesty, I prefer dubs as long as, as long as it's good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really picky. I mean, being a performer and being in the industry myself, yeah. I'm so picky. So <laughs> I, I would rather not have to read the subtitles. I would rather just be able to to watch the beautiful animation and not have to focus on reading. Mm -hmm. If right. I'm going to read it, I'm going to pick up the manga. Yeah. And also yeah. if I want to multitask, I can do that. If it's a dub. That's, that's my biggest part is multitasking. Especially if you got little, especially as a dev. Around. Yep. <laughs> as a parent yeah. who can't read, they're not going <laughs> to want to read subtitles. They can't read. So it's good you know, for them to watch, you know, an English dub, you know, uh, or a dub in their language. Yeah. And, also, for kids with dyslexia, anyone with dyslexia, my brother has dyslexia. Right. And so it's it's nice that, you know, anyone with dyslexia, hey, they may not be able to read the subs well, but hey, not, you don't need subtitles when there's a dub. I'm just a super slow reader. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm good at reading, you know, but I'm, I'm so slow at it. And they just, especially when you get on to the streaming services, I don't know if you Oh, man, some of those subtitles move Hulu fast. Or Netflix is they'll the, the for some reason the subtitles it feels like they lag in yeah. a weird spot and then they try and catch up with themselves and then you miss half of it by the <laughs> by the time you're going through so a, a bit of a follow-up to you know working in the booth um one of my favorite questions to ask is do you have any like fun weird or crazy uh like on the job moments that have happened something silly that happened Locked yeah. in a room. <laughs> I mean, there was one time um, when the sound engineer laughed, was laughing so hard he passed out. Oh, <laughs> oh geez. <laughs> so funny. But like, no, he, as he was going down, you know, he, he, he went down, just kerplunk. And then when he woke up, he goes, oh, I heard music. And, <laughs> and then Sonny Strait, who was the director um, of the session, he was saying, yeah, your head hit my ukulele as you were going down. <laughs> Funny. But there's also, for me specifically in the booth, one time I recorded, recorded a line that wasn't scripted so that they could play it for the actors who were supposed to record after me. And we call those bombs. <laughs> we call them booth bombs. Nice. So when you record the line you're you know you record the line you're supposed to and they right. on file but then you record something funny that the engineer will play for the actors who are coming in to record <laughs> that scene later so instead of hearing a serious line that fits the scene they hear a meme or a joke or something completely out of character yeah and it trips them up and it's hilarious and one time i was recording for a boy 
I was recording for a boy who was in a hot tub with a few other guys in the scene. And instead of saying my lines, I, I sang the meme. Few bros chilling in a hot tub, five feet apart because they're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I said few bros because there was multiple bros in the hot tub. Oh, and to man. my surprise, it fit the animated mouth flaps. Did it, it? perfectly <laughs> with the animation when I sang it. And it was just, it was absolute perfection. And I heard from the director later on that I managed to get a lot of great reactions from the actors when they heard the bomb. So I'm probably. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> You've done. you're you're attached to a lot of projects now are there any projects that you would love to be a part of that you haven't gotten the chance to are there any like is there like a dream job for you i think the series that i want to be a part of has officially ended i believe i could be wrong but who knows who knows you never know but i would love to be a part of the digimon world and you oh yeah because you know with those shows and I'm, I'm in pokemon which was a dream right to. yes but i would also love to be in a few other shows that i grew up with and that's digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh. definitely well you know they're always bringing stuff back well nowadays, i know i know Yu-Gi-Oh. like it's they've Yu-Gi-Oh had still going on yeah yeah i'm actually I- surprised that they just keep coming out with more and more things when i saw them on motorcycles i thought that was going to be the end of it <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I love you say. I, oh God, I love the characters so much. Um, yes, I. But here's the thing: they dub it in New York. I'm not in New York. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. I know. I don't know how. That well, would, you know what? We'll we've, see. We've with, with what's been going on, yeah. yeah. By by force, and maybe that gives you more opportunities down the line. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. That'd be nice. So you. You've also been a very, you know, adding on to the projects, you've also been very active in theater as well, Um, as as many voice actors we've learned have. Um, What led you to kind of go into voiceover and do you kind of still do live shows from time to time? I I actually, I've always loved acting. And so I just, that's how I, you know, got into theater. A little bit of on stage, a bit of on camera, but how I got into voiceover specifically, I actually won a voice acting competition, and that's how I stumbled into the world of voice acting. Um, Todd Habercorn yeah. was judging the competition, and I won that contest. And through that, I got an audition at Funimation, and then the ball kept rolling from there. So you're doing the the continuation, I guess, of uh inuyasha which is super exciting because i that's another one we I, we, we grew, grew up, up with yeah watching ah, guys i was so stoked when i got cast i not gonna lie i auditioned for it and yeah. i did not think i would book it uh because well oh you know how this industry is you know <laughs> Sometimes you think to yourself, I know how this director works. They're probably going to cast someone else, you know? Right. Um, I was, but, you know, I did my best either way. And I was like, you know what? You know, as an actor, this is just how it is. You audition, you audition, and you hope you book. And, you know, you just have fun with what you're given. And so yeah. that's what I did. I had fun with the audition. And I, I, I binged the entire the entirety of Inuyasha. Oh, All, man. Every episode, <laughs> yeah. every movie. And um, so I was ready for this role. I was yeah. ready. 
And so I'm glad it worked out. With Inuyasha, with all the stuff that you've voiced in, if you could pick a show that you could get stuck in, even if it's one that you don't voice in, what 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 kind of universe, what world would you want to be part of? What do you what do you think you would excel at? Fairy tale. I love fairy that tale. Cool. It was it was actually the first anime I was in, and I was a huge fan of the show before I was even a part of it. Yeah. And I also I just love the idea of a world filled with magic and guilds comprised of mages and bards, and it just sounds like so much. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, that anime it, is fantastic. It, it's kind of so. What, like, what would what would be your specialty if if you were stuck in fairy tale? You know, how everybody has like their own magical specialty. I feel like it would be fire magic. I just I feel yes. it in my bones. Same as in like you know the world of Avatar. I feel like I would be a yeah. fire Oh my gosh, that is. I'm just very fiery. I feel yeah. like I feel like it would be very fitting. So being, being as multifaceted as you are, do you have a artistic expression that you prefer most, whether it's acting, voice acting, or music? Acting is my favorite. Is I it? love having to step into the shoes of someone else <laughs> and escape my reality. Nice. Yeah. So I know you you have uh, some classes coming up. Um, what kind of stuff do you go over in your classes? Okay, so here's the spiel. <laughs> like, because there's, there's a multitude of things that I can cover. Um, and kind of the slogan I feel that fits this class well is, it's all about navigating the industry because that is an art in itself. And it's not, it's not really an acting technique class per se. I'm, I mean, unless, you know, you're talking audition methods and stuff. In that case, yeah, technique. But... I basically, it's a class that provides a chance to learn more about the voiceover industry, how it works, studios, cool. and the business of acting with your voice. And you, yeah. you know, talk about red flags, things to avoid. Um, I can teach uh, voiceover audition methods. Um, and there's also different areas of voiceover that, you know, there's a difference in performance techniques for various forms of voiceover. And that's definitely something that needs to be covered, you know, in when you're being coached in that area. So and learning marketing strategies and just, the, I guess there's just a whole, there's a bunch of stuff that I usually cover depending on, I kind of gear it towards the student. Like, like, what do you want to know? What are your questions about this industry? Um, where are you at right now in your journey, in your voiceover journey? What can we do to help you go further? And so, yeah, just a I, bunch of stuff. I like that. The red like flags that. one, I think, is a really important one because oftentimes when classes are being taught, that's something that gets missed with any sort of classes. Like, look out for these things because they'll fuck you over or... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know. Race in scams. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, here's what you need to look for to avoid. Here's what you need to avoid. Um, like I, I was just after a while, I was so tired of seeing people getting scammed yeah. by amateurs that actually have no experience in this industry whatsoever. Uh, right. Promoting classes and stuff, and I was like, excuse me, I, I don't. Who are you? Who are you? So after a while of people being <laughs> like, yeah, um, I took a class with so and so, but I didn't really learn anything, and I was like well, who is it? And they tell me, and I'm like, who's that? Like, Girl, you need to Google this dude. <laughs> Does anything come up when you search him up on IMDb? No? 
oh, and you went to him for animation and video game coaching and he has no credits whatsoever? Okay. Right. I mean, that's the kind uh, of person that I'm, I'm going to go to. Book, what makes you think he's going to help you book? <laughs> See, those are the people you go to learn what not to do. <laughs> yeah. There's there so many people out there teaching incorrect information and even outdated information. So it's really right. important because here's the thing. Trends are always changing in this industry. Oh, yeah. You need to learn from someone who's booking now, not someone who booked 15 years ago and no longer books anymore. Trends Definitely. are always changing. You got to learn from someone who's able to book now. Always look them up on IMDb. When was the last time they booked a gig? How many gigs did they manage to book each year? Are they booking consistently? These things matter. Sounds like your 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 class is perfect <laughs> for for people. Well, just honestly, I just want to help people. And there have been a few people that a few students that were fed incorrect information from yeah other people and i just have to you got to steer them in the right direction make sure, sure they don't you know <laughs> shoot themselves in the foot before it's even in the door so we want to avoid that so yeah, wait, right. wait until you step in the door to shoot your foot <laughs> no, so we already asked you about the what world you would want to be stuck in as an anime actor uh if you had to choose a voice or a character to be stuck as like somebody you already voice oh. what would you choose If I could, if I could be the character. Yeah, yeah. We'll go ahead and stick you. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah, that's a tough one. So. <laughs> there's a lot, no. There's, there's You've done so many cool oh, characters. I'm a singer, and I'm Love Live Sunshine. Yoshiko is in a band, and she gets to sing and, and dance, and I and I love that. I really miss that, actually. So maybe I would say Love Live Sunshine, that, cool. that um, world nice. and that character. Right yeah. on. So I, I do have a little bit of a follow up with uh, like the the difference, you know, video games and and anime. Do you prefer the dynamic when you record for video games or anime, or is it very similar to you? There's a different process with recording for animation, specifically anime dubbing and video games. For most video games, when you don't have to match the timing of um, of a different language, like. Um, mm -hmm. RPG when you don't have to match the timing which is you know similar to anime um I really like the freedom behind video game voiceover because as an actor you know and as a voice actor you know there's so many more ways to read a line than one yeah. there are oh so yeah ways you could read things you could choose a different word to emphasize you can lean on this word elongate this word um take your time, add more beats in a line. Like there's just so many possibilities to differentiate different lines. And so with the video games, they you typically ask for an AB or an ABC. And so what that means is they want more than one take. So yeah. you'll go throughout, you go boom, 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 boom. You go down the line, say your lines. If, if the director says, hey, give me an AB, you'll do two takes of that line, two takes of that line and just go all the way down. And it's nice to have the freedom to show them, hey, there's more than one way I could read this line. Here are all the ways that I can do it. And then you give them variety to choose from. And honestly, I love being able to do that. Yeah. With, an with anime, it's more, you do it. And then the director's like, either the director's like, okay, yeah. That fits the flaps. That sounds good. We're good. Let's move on. They kind of move, you know, <laughs> move on, right? If it fits the flaps and it sounds good, they move on. But with video game, it's it's video game voiceover. I feel it gives you more 
freedom to experiment and give them more options. And I don't know, I just really like that. It's just like, hey, here's an ABC. Here's three takes of this line, all completely different reads. Moving on to the next line. Here's three other ways I could read this line too. Like, I don't know, it kind of gives, gives me a chance to show off a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Show off well, and I, and I, it, say, I like that. Kind of gives yeah. a little little bit of uh surprise for you too if you go back and play the game later it's like oh which one did they use yes, <laughs> you know being able to do that i love i love getting to see like oh which one did they go with and sometimes they use all of them like when it comes to attack efforts yeah um, mm -hmm. it's best for them to use all of them so that you don't hear the same sound effect over and over again when you're swinging a sword or something right so so you you mentioned um at the beginning that you recently got to to voice in pokemon if you had to pick a starter, what would it be? Well, any of the fire starters. Thank you. But I love Linton. Uh, Linton is great. Yeah, but also I, I loved the evolution because it's just Luchador Cat. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, honestly, I just like the, the cuteness in the beginning. That is really buff. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> I, I really liked uh, Score Bunny, the, the new fire starter. He was. Okay. Fantastic. Same. I love Score Bunny, but I also love Raboots. He's just like <laughs> super cool. He looks like he's got his hands in his pockets and he's just chilling. And I'm just like, I love him. Oh, <laughs> he's man. great. Oh man. I, I honestly picked Score Bunny because of the trailer where he just hops around and catches everything on fire. He was so irresponsible. Um <laughs> so I just I I loved that. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna pick the irresponsible fire bunny. This perfect. <laughs> so thank so. thanks for joining us tonight. It, it really was a pleasure. Absolutely. Honestly, so. thank you. It was great talking with you guys. Have a great night. You, you as you well. Too. Bye. And there we have it, guys. Another interview series episode in the bag. That was a lot of fun to do. She was she was so very well uh, animated. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. And, right. I, I loved that she was so into the fandom that she was a part of, you know, she got legitimately, I mean, you saw it, you could hear it in her voice. She was genuinely excited about the things we were talking about, a genuine nerd. And I'm seeing that more and more with the younger crowd that we're interviewing and people, you know, our generation. And I absolutely love that. Yeah, it's, it's fun to be able to talk to somebody who had the time to watch a lot of the animes that you're interested in, you know, cause you know, a lot of the people early on, they were going straight into it as a profession. You just don't have the time to keep up with everything and work full time, you know? Mm hmm. Definitely. So thanks so much for watching guys or listening. I should say, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. If you have any, any comments about this episode or want to talk about some of your favorite stuff, answer some of the questions yourself, reach out on yep. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook twice, uh, YouTube, <laughs> either one, either Facebook is okay. Yeah. It works. You can email us at two dap 2020 at gmail.com. And of course, like and review. You can also watch extended interviews on our Patreon. If you donate our minimum, it'll open those up to you. Plus coming very, very soon videos of me eating bowls of cereal. Yes, that's that's really happening. We have we weren't joking about that before. 
we we just had to get stuff edited and get stuff cut down. Plus, we we needed to get multiple videos of bowls of cereal. And you know how yeah. difficult it is to eat three bowls of cereal in one sitting. So we had to spread I, it out. We had to spread it out. I know how difficult it is. <laughs> so oh, and now you know. Next week we we need to throw this in because we, it was unofficial last weekend when we talked about it, but it's official this week. We're going into our uh, the nitty gritty series, the the the, the deep dive series, yeah. The, the Discovery Channel series. Um, we're going into <laughs> TCGs or CCGs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, trading and, card games because they're f- the physical, I would say, trading card games. Well, I, you know, back in the day, it was CCG. Collectible uh, card games. I mean, they're still collectible, but there's there's that trading element to them, too. Yeah, I don't know. It just depends right. on who you talk to. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's really, really what it comes yeah. down to. So we're doing that. We're starting with Pokemans. Yep. We're starting with Pokemon. And so and that's next week. We're going into it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks yeah. so much for listening, guys. And as always, we'll catch you next time. We love you. All, all of you.